Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to Carson Knows Best podcast. Have you ever felt alone or you felt like you need to update your mindset, your perspective? Maybe just feel more aligned with the goals and dreams that you're trying to get to. Yes, life can be challenging. Even being around certain surroundings and people. Well, I wanted to create this podcast for you, me, and people aligned so that we can take ourselves to the next level, not only just financially, but also physically and mentally. This is Carson C. Graham, your mentor, your coach. And not only that, I'm also a serial entrepreneur. And this is Carson Knows Best. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time zone it is for you, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. So, hey, everybody. It's Carson C. Graham here, entrepreneur, motivator, coach. And today, I just, you know, it's crazy because legitimately the today's topic was going to be about permission, but I feel like I need to go backwards and talk about entrepreneurship because that is exactly how I got started. And I kind of want to share my story because it's quite interesting and exciting, I feel like. <laughs> and I, I'm hoping that other people out there can relate and, and understand uh, some of the things that we go through, but we don't, we're not always public about things, right? So why don't I talk about that? So today's topic is entrepreneurship. So let's let's get into it. So a lot of you guys don't, you know, may not know me, obviously. So I want to start from my roots of how I got started and the things that I learned quite early. So one of the things that, well, there was three things I wanted to do when, you know, they ask me your kid is, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it was three things. And I believe it, I remember to this day. So the, the first thing was I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I, obviously I didn't know the words. I said boss or own, own business. And the second one was be an artist because I love music. So I, I always, I always wanted a band. And, you know, that was a cool thing back in the days. <laughs> the third thing was, uh, I think it was being a teacher because my mom was a teacher. So I wanted to be an educator at some degree. Didn't know what, but it, I, that's just, that was my three. So let's talk about entrepreneurship. So at the age of 19, I was offered to start a company called ACN. How many of y'all remember ACN, Amway, Herbalife? What do they all have in common? They're MLM companies, multi-level marketing companies. For those of you that didn't know what MLM was and why we used the, that abbreviation for it. Okay. So I want to start with that and we're going to tie it back in just a moment. So, of course, what do they all have in common? I know the first thing people think of is pyramid scheme, right? It's not a pyramid scheme, right? They are businesses. However, they can feel and seem like pyramid schemes. But let me let me break it down just a little bit. That's not the main focus. But they're all about recruiting people, sharing the information about that company, and that you get some type of perk, whether it's a discount on uh, what was that other company with auto insurance? Lord, I forgot. But that other company, so it's like you get a discount on insurance, get discounts on travel, some type of perk, right? Well, let's just break it down. When I was 19, I was introduced to this one guy's name was Kyle. I'm going to say Kyle R because I don't want to put his whole government name out there. Anyways, he introduced me ACN through a friend of mine that I met in college and Jeff invited me to this event. Of course, it was like some seminar. And of course, they got me because who didn't want to quit their nine to five, you know, build a business. It was always exciting, had pumping music. I mean, they would get you going. <laughs> I mean, if you have gone, you know what the heck I'm talking about. And it's really cool. 
So I signed up for ACN through my friend, Jeff, and Kyle was the top earner, his mentor, right? There's always a mentor in these companies. Really cool guy. I mean, a BMW was nice and I'm 19. So, you know, I already had business mindset. I mean, for, for crying out loud, guys, I, I know, don't judge me, but even as a kid, my, my neighborhood friends would come over and we pretended to have a, a bank. I think it was called World Bank. We pretended to have our own bank and we pretended like it was ours. and It was cool. So I already had a slight business mindset. So this was right up my alley because they were talking my language. So long story short, at 19, you know, you had to have that $4.99 to get in. $500. Now, mind you, I've never even had $500 to my name. So I worked for a company called Teleperformance at one point. It's a call center. They have different clients and stuff like that. So it was around this time. So at 19, I um, decided, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to quit my job. And I didn't realize it, but Kyle kind of shifted on me a little bit. He's like, oh man, that's awesome. But I don't know, you shouldn't quit your job. And I should have known right there that was something because what little did I know, it takes time to build business. And two, MLMs are very, very, very risky, <laughs> okay, with your money. So mind you, I'm, I'm doing exactly what they said. This is going to help you, you know, uh, nine to fives are just over broke, which I 100% believe there's just over broke. And all these lines and the KIS method, keep it simple, stupid, or keep it simple, silly. It made sense to me. So at 19, I was like, heck yeah, I'm doing this all the way. So I got my last paycheck. I will never forget it. My last paycheck was $500. I took that $500 and I, I gave him a resonation, which I didn't know that two week notice. I, I didn't, I didn't know what that was back then. So I just said, you know, thanks for the experience. Da, 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 da. I quit quit my job and learned ACN and I built the team and I, I finally had my downline list, you know, you create that list. And I, I did, I had three friends are ready to go. We all got our, our $499, our $500 to sign up. And then we were pumped. We were really pumped and excited, something new. And we were going to be free, financially free and build a legacy. Now, Long story short, we're going to talk about the positives. I'm not going to, I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I know I sound sarcastic guys, but I'm sharing this because it's really fun. It's exciting because it's a part of my journey. It's part of my life. So, you know, I wrote a lot about this and you guys can read this and what I wrote this morning, but I said, I learned from the top earners, right? So people like Kyle and that, that didn't, that didn't long, that last long. So, you know, I built a downline. I call myself an MLM veteran. Okay. I'm retired. I will never get back in MLM for a lot of different reasons, which we're going to get to in this podcast, but, and it's not for reasons that I think people would automatically think. So that's why I want to break this down of my story. So what were the things that I had in common with these people? So one I did, I learned from the top earners of these companies. What was the things that they had that I didn't have at the moment? They had drive. They knew how to have public speaking because one thing about ACN that I learned was I conquered my fear of public speaking. That was my first intro of learning how to pitch. I didn't know what the heck pitching was, but long story short, you're pitching. You know, you ever see that little card, the little brochure card that they, they share when you're at your home and you have visitors to do that pitch speech? Well, I literally took the time and practice and practice. I literally took my team and said, listen, we're going to learn this so easy to the point that we don't even need that card. And that's how I got it. I got so good at it that 
people were inviting me to pitch to their family and friends because I literally had such an overwhelming, impactful story, which was real, my own story of why I was doing the business, but I also knew their products like the back of my hand. So I learned to be around folks that had the same mindset and it, it just was the energy around those type of folks is what really kept me in it for the amount of time I was in it and understanding my purpose. So let me get back down to it. So yeah, I had a downline of 300 people in this company. Okay. Let me tell you something. I only got a hundred dollars out of this company, but what was my thing that I I learned out of this? So a, a person that was not on my own personal list, this is a person from social media. He joined the company I moved to next. So ACN did not last long. I don't know. I probably was in ACN for about a year. And I was like, I realized that this was literally a waste of time. I learned, I only earned a hundred dollars, which I got after I quit. I had a downline of 300 people. For those of you that don't understand what a downline is, that means that I have either recruited so many folks then the people under me have recruited so many folks. That is my downline. They're underneath me. And I suppose to get so many residuals out of that. Long story short. So I want to bring this back into entrepreneurship and having a business. So that had to be around. What year was that? I joined ACN maybe about 2011 because I was um, in and out of college and stuff like that. It wasn't for me. Yeah, I want to say that it had to be about 2011, 2012, that year when I was 19. And then when I turned 20, I joined another MLM. Now it was called Exposure. Now Exposure had a way different experience, okay? Oh, MCA was the other company I was thinking about. I never joined MCA. It was just at that point, I was over MLMs. But Exposure, I had a better experience, guys, because why the residual was 90%. So this is when I do give a little bit of positivity to MLM. The residuals and and Exposure were, I believe, 90%. So guys, like when I signed somebody up, I was literally making like $30 a person, $60 a person if they were platinum or maybe, maybe, I'm sorry, it was $100 if they were platinum and I made $30 if they were like uh, the lower level of coming in. I was making money. I think the most I made at that time for a 20-year-old, I made $3,500. Now, guess what? I brought in this one guy in my downline. He made over $12,000 in under a year. And I think as a mentor, this is where you really challenge. Because here, most people probably be like, how in the world did your downline make more money than you? That's not what it's about. The culture of business is about helping other people. I was proud that not only did he take the formula of what I taught and he times two it. He didn't, he literally did what I did times two. So he was hungry. Didn't mean I wasn't hungry, but he was hungry. And he, he studied everything I said. And even though he had a little bit of doubt when he first joined, when I taught him and I, and I educated him the power of business, he boom, he literally made $13,000. I was so proud of this guy and happy for him. And I didn't feel no type of way. I just knew that, whoa, there's a lot of power in educating people. That's what I learned. That was the biggest lesson I learned. Now, long story short, Explosial didn't last that long because Larry, he died. He was a CEO and it really sucked because a lot of us, I mean, there were people banking in Explosial. 
let's just let's just bring it back into because I don't want to talk too much in MLM because I, I have a lot to offer and to share about it, but that's not what this conversation is going to be focused. But it, it's important for me to share that lesson. Let's talk about the the, the cons of MLM. So the, the cons for me and what I noticed was. For instance, this person had the high rise. His name was Ray. Ray had the high rise on Collins Ave, which is really cool here in Miami. And I'm like, this is so awesome. He invited only the top earners, which is me and maybe six other people that were in his downline. Remember I told you guys what downlines were? And we saw the view and we got to go in a conference room and, and just you know, communicate and network with each other on plans of what we can do, how we can share ideas to increase our downline and da 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 and moves. And of course, other ventures. So at this point, what are the things that I learned out of this? I, I started to ask some of the people in, in outside after we left was one of my other friends, Anthony. I said, yo, this high rise thing, I mean, it's really cool, but is this something that you want? I can't remember his response, but a lot of other people were like, hell yeah, that's what I want. That's where it's at. But for me, I didn't want that. I didn't want the high rise. Number one, I'm scared of heights. I don't want to be in no high rise. <laughs> like the beach view for me is, is not it for me. It, it probably is for a lot of people. It isn't for me. So I had to learn that about myself. And then two, I had to realize, was I in this business because of what they had? Or was I in it because of what it was doing for me? Hmm. That's the real question. That's what made me step back. Because a lot of MLM people, this is what they showcase. The expensive high life, the luxuries, the parties, the high-end cars, and a lot of finessing. Because I think was also, and I want to say hurtful, was to look up to someone and realize that they don't own that car. They don't even lease it. There were times that people were just renting cars and I had no idea. They would rent the car, show up to these events, and act like all high and mighty. But at the minute that the company either collapsed, all of that stopped. And it was just like all that finesse was basically for nothing. And then it's like you have nothing to show. So for me, I'm not trying to say that MLMs are pointless, right? That's not the, the point of the takeaway of what I'm saying. The point is you need to be aware of why you're doing it. Because your why has to be surpass the business and it has to surpass the people around you because they will fall off at some point. They will fall off at some point. And I guarantee you that is not their only business that they have going on. And a lot of times they don't tell you that because they want you to be so go, 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 go about these companies, right? And that's great. That's what they're supposed to do. But however, a good mentor like myself is always going to tell you everything, everything. Okay. Now you also got to remember if you attract people with luxury items and luxury cars and stuff, that's the only mindset they're going to have. And the thing about that with businesses, a lot of times people see the success we have and the things that are out there, right? But they don't look back and, and realize you're attracting those type of people, which is fast money. Fast money is not longevity because fast money requires you to constantly work at it and work at it to the point that you are so tired that you're like, oh my God. And that's what it was for me with MLM as a veteran. With 300 plus people under me, I only made so much money 
And what was my takeaway? The only thing I could take away was a life lesson to be a better entrepreneur and to figure out what is going to serve me from a longevity piece, right? That's what you got to realize about business and not to get mad at these people that are doing these things. I'm happy for them that they're building something and that's amazing. But it also tells you something about yourself. If you're able to stick into a business for so long and create such a big downline, that says a lot about you as a leader. And as a business owner, is that you can create your own business and probably scale it times three and make way more profit with your own brand. And see, a lot of them are going to counter offer this conversation. I already know they're going to be like, well, you know, creating a company like ACN and all of this requires so much startup cost. Bull crap, bull shit. That is not true. If you want something that's a cookie cutter already made for you, don't, don't get me wrong. That's awesome. But that's not where the money's at. Because I guarantee you all those thousands of people that are in that business ain't getting nothing compared to the people at the top, which are the people that actually own the company. And see, they like to make you all feel good and make us all feel good. Like, oh, yeah, you went from agent and now you're a recruiter. And now after recruiter, you become the president and this and this, and you just keep going and keep going and keep going. You're supposed to make so much more money. And that's all BS because guess what? At some point you're going to exhaust your own personal line, your own, I mean, list of people. They have you go through your family. They have you go through your friends and your friends, friends. And eventually you're going to hit a dead end because guess what? If you stop recruiting, your money stops. I don't like those type of businesses. I like to invest in my business where I'm making money at night and day without me putting any type of effort. Listen to what I'm saying. A business you're in should be something that you're passionate about and you can constantly make money without you doing any type of work. But see, I get it. Your downline is supposed to do all the work for you, but that's not real. That that's That's not true at all. Because all the top earners that I actually met were constantly still either educating or motivating their recruits. It wasn't one and done. Oh, man, I'm so passionate about this because I guess I should have aired this out a long time ago. I never did. We're going to have to do a part two because I want to keep these to a 20 to 30 minute limit. So I guess this one is actually going to be part one about MLMs. Part two, we're going to talk about specifically about business, entrepreneurship, okay? So the other thing I want to say is do not consider any MLM as your get out of the race card. It should be treated as a side business. Don't be fooled. Most savvy, smart entrepreneurs like myself, we have more than one business working for us. What does that mean? I'm not saying that they're all liars. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying be be wise to understand a real entrepreneur is not going to put all of their eggs and knowledge and skills. They're not going to put all their knowledge and skills into MLM. They don't only have MLM. They do stocks, Forex, real estate, e-commerce, so much other stuff. They're not just doing MLM. I promise to God they're not. And I'll put that on everything. Okay. Everything in a nutshell, I want to talk about MLMs. And and hey, if you're considering one right now, I mean, let's just be honest. Herbalife, they, it was really catchy at first too. People tried to get me on that. I said, no. Again, I'm not doing something just because you're doing it. I've never been that type of guy. And do I believe in trying? Absolutely. If you want to try a, a new company out there that has to do with health and wellness, go for it. But remember, 
my only best advice is do something you're passionate about. Because if you remember Herbalife, right? You have to have done one of the two things. The biggest thing was weight loss for a lot of women, for a lot of men. And let's be honest, America is overweight. We know that. They preach that through documentaries a million times. We get the point, right? So obviously it makes sense to make a company to make money off of that. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this part one of deciphering MLM. I'm gonna just call it deciphering MLM because apparently that's where I went with this. And I want to focus on entrepreneurship, specifically in the part two. So thanks for listening. Again, this is Carson C. Graham. I am your coach and your mentor and the CEO of Financial Team.